I really Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 219. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinetsky. Hello, sir. Hey, that's me. I'm really good at starting the episode at really inopportune times. Do you want I didn't do? What? Hello, viewer, listener. Hello, three current live viewers and hopefully several dozen after-the-fact listeners and viewers. Well, you, you, you say it one by one because you want people to show it to their friends instead of we get more views that way. Hey, you. Show We're talking friends. to you. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. There we go. Anyway. And we know you have been, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, before we touch on the all-important liquid aspect of our show, I do want to quickly touch on the Patreon page that we have created. It is patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. You know how to spell it because you're listening to it and you found us. On this particular custom website, you will find two open-ended levels of support for content consumers like you to support content producers like us. One of them is a buck fifty a month, lets, lets us buy a beer, but you get some sweet stickers, a koozie, either the Carbitrage podcast, the official correct ones, or the much more coveted, incorrectly manufactured broadcast koozies. If you do the $5 a month level, you get uh, additional swag when you come see us. So please head on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. We greatly appreciate it. Hi. Sorry. My internet was not working on this computer because it's like a thousand degrees and the computer hates it. Um, it is, oh, yeah. We should mention again, it is still uh, 93 degrees and 100% humidity. Yes. <clears throat> so our beer here. Yeah. If you look, there are no labels. Uh, the reason that it has no labels is my friend Sybil made an emergency Facebook post last week, and one of their friends purchased a house, and there were 900 cans of mislabeled and unlabeled mystery beers in their garage, and they physically could not put a vehicle inside of it. They know that the previous owner got these during 2020, mm-hmm. so they're from the last year. And they're from Fair State Brewing, but they have no idea what they are because they brewed them in the cans, or they brewed them and put canned them in the labels on the cans. Or they're wrong, damaged, they or They were wrong missing. and damaged. They loaded them in. They were supposed to load them in order of what was coming through, and apparently somebody just stacked the labeling machine with gray matter says on labels. Oops. And this, so so this, this label right here was produced by Container Graphics Corporation? Apparently, yeah. Uh, uh, and it, was a, it might be a size on. It might be something different. Well, I've, I've had a size on. I've had an IPA, and I've had um, a wheat ale. This will be fun. Yeah, so that's what we're going to find out what these uh, mystery beers from uh, Sybil's friend is. Not an IPA. This is a sour. Yeah, I think this is too. Okay. <laughs> These are supposed to be labels of Saison's. It's kind of like a raspberry orange. This sort of one nasal. is... This is apple. Mine is not apple. <laughs> yeah, this is 100% a cider, actually. I got a cider. No, this is this is really tart, so I think it is a sour. Yeah, this, this is like apple-y, sorry, cider It's It tastes like a dry cider almost. I yeah, I think we have two different beers, which is totally fine. <laughs> That's exactly what I imagined. <laughs> Sorry, beers. I have a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I got a Sharpie right here. <laughs> Sour. Raspberry. Oh, we can name our own beers now. We can make our own... Whatever you want to call them. Sour. Chonk. <laughs> All right, so I'm drinking a raspberry orange sour chunk. 
There you go. I've got a uh, apple. <laughs> this is way more fun than drinking a labeled beer. Corn. Food. <laughs> uh, cider. Hmm. I got an apple. I got an apple corn turd cider. You do. I see that it's written on there, so it must be true. Delicious. <laughs> That's Absolutely. it's more fun figuring out what you're drinking than knowing. Actually, <laughs> this is great. Like, <laughs> Bobby, if you're yeah. listening, Sybil's friend, you should totally uh, have the previous owner of your house drop off more mislabeled. Uh, yeah. Fair State Brewing. We'll try to figure beers. out what, what it is. Right. <laughs> but I think if I go to Fair State's website, I will not find a raspberry orange sour chunk. Or an apple corn turned cider. <laughs> but that maybe should change for Fair State. There you go. If not, if you're from Freewheel and you're listening, there's your next brew. The apple corn turd. Just, oh just in time for fall. It's not a good mental image when I'm putting cold beer in my mouth on a hot day, but... Uh, all right, digging right into topics, and I can't segue out of that no matter how hard I try. Nope, there's not. My, uh, my Fiat is an electric, the 500. Yes. That was a compliance car in 2013. Now they make a real deal. It's almost a global car, but it's not sold here. I want to say that um, it's actually the EV Fiat that got me into modern Fiat. And it should be because yeah. it's the best 500 because we gapped an Evo in it with three people yes. going to fish and chips, which we should, we should do again. Um, Fiat has committed to fully transitioning their fleet as well. This is becoming a common thing. You know, Volvo has done it, and uh, I think even GM is actually, or no, Cadillac, is is committed to doing a full EV changeover in the next decade or so. Uh, By 2030, starting in 2025, which is great news. The current Fiat 500D is great. The old Fiat 500D is great. But my big thing is, what do they make? They make the 500X here. But like the 124 is gone, the regular 500 here is gone, the 500L is gone. So like, are they going to electrify the Panda overseas? Or are we going to see it? What else did they make? I don't even know. Like, yeah. this is great news. I love Fiat. They make great product. But is what? like, should I care? I think it has to come here. I imagine there, there's a lot of time like when, especially for Fiat, they're Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't do things correctly. So they're they're probably Except make a reliable car for some reason. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> weird. As this morning, Things I listened like, to a Citroen Deus try to start its engine, and it wasn't having a trouble. But the the Fiat's are just yeah, they're touching. Well, to be fair, they're kind of made for this sort of environment. Did they? Yes. Well, it's it's not as hot in the Mediterranean, but I'm sure that at some point somebody in a Fiat has driven to Lebanon. So probably. Yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm sure that there's got to be somewhere it's balls hot in the Mediterranean, and it's. <clears throat> They work well. They have I a problem say, with cold. And I will, well, I, well, I don't H- know. No, historically, because okay. historically, uh, the Italians would make their oil galleys for ah, Mediterranean climates. Yeah. That's why you have to let Ferraris and stuff warm up before you even attempt to drive them. Do, 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 yeah. do. So. Second gear definitely doesn't exist in a Ferrari until they're nice and hot. Exactly. Uh, that's what I mean. Like, have you noticed the air conditioning in the Fiat 500 is kind of Italian? Yes. And I think it's it's endearingly Italian. It is because it Cause works really well, but it's not enough. What I've noticed is it, it it does it works way too well, like it it really 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 works, but it you need to let it like like cool down. Yeah, it's like, like it's like, like a heat soak, but with it's like I'm in Mazda five, like because there's so much cabin space and the heater core is made for Mazda three. <laughs> like you really had to like let the car warm up for like ten fifteen minutes for it to be an okay temperature in the car in winter. Yeah. Um, 
and with Italian cars, like you really have to like turn them on, let them warm up, and then drive them on the highway. And then once you get on the highway, it starts getting cold. But I, I just think that's it's very it's endearingly Italian. Like you still get like <laughs> totally like way too cold of air conditioning, mm-hmm. but. It's you have to you, you have to wait. Yeah. You have to wait for it. I, I, th- I think it's that's... not like a GM vehicle where you start it and you have the Arctic coming yes. out of the vents. And so I think that um, they did a very good job finding things that people like that were Italian traits, like cute design, like very very well designed interior, and like the special the asthma- editions, asthmatic like breathing air conditioning. Yeah, special editions, and then you have like the asthmatic guy breathing on you. And then it's, but like the thing is, like you get that for a little bit, then once you're kind of over it, it just works. Yeah. So I think that, that Fiat does a very good job, like not losing their Italianness when they make it. So hopefully, whatever they make uh, will be similarly Italian being electric. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. It's going to be Magneti Morelli fucking engine control. Um, before we move on from the topic, the, the Fiat 124, which is a Miata. As a Miata mm-hmm. EVAP core, everything it carries over the powertrain from a 500 to Barth, yes, or even your car. They kept the same AC compressor, so, so you the know AC is much more Italian oh. in the 124 oh. than it is in an ND, <laughs> which is interesting. That's hilarious. Not a great fit for a convertible, but <clears throat> that's also hilarious. Now so. you know, but I'm like, it's great because it means it's actually a Fiat. Yeah, no, you get a real, you get a real Fiat out of it. But and of I course, think... in the 500 e it's electrically driven. It works way differently. Yeah, I think. Um... <sighs> Yeah, they're make, they're gonna make a 500 sort of thing. There I imagine the electrified 500 L. I would love, which is the Panda. I would love for them to make a sedan. I don't think it'll ever happen, but I think it'd be really cute. Does Fiat even make a, design, a sedan right now? I don't know. I don't think so. But I think no, we that, don't get them here. So. I think that would be really cool if they did. Yeah, I mean they historically made cool sedans. Like the 131 is really cool. Um, maybe they'll make something that's like a little like coupe thing they'll call it like a topolino or something that'd be uh, really cool or that'd be good better yet make the jaw e so i don't have to build one <laughs> that'd be great wicker seats i'm sure they'll pass crash test dragging uh, fiat go ahead and build me a jaw e thank you <laughs> but i'm just excited for what the, whatever they'll do because fiat will find a way to make something and whatever just such it is, a I've, good fit because it's th- a quirky it's, technology and a quirky brand fiat is the only company where i have absolute faith in what they're doing um Which nobody else weird to say yeah that's <laughs> But yes, things, I agree. Things that millennials say that boomers can't. Fix it again, Tony. Versus, I have complete faith in whatever that company is doing right yeah, now. Like this is like the only company I trust right now. Like I trust them more than Toyota. <laughs> like literally. Yeah, from the last episode, I'm inclined to agree with yeah, you at least like, a little bit. Like I, I like Toyota, but I seriously trust them more than Toyota. Like they're much better. But um, anyway, so I want to talk about a uh, really sad story. Uh, but don't worry, it's got a good ending. It oh, that, just, that's good. I uh, was going to, if we ended up recording on Thursday, I was going to add this in and say this is my hollowed-out shell of a human of a Thursday um, story, but <laughs> it's not. Because it's gotten better to- since then. <clears throat> so there's a, in Japan, there's a Mark III Toyota Supra owner that put his car up for sale on Yahoo uh, Auctions Japan because they needed to pay for vet expenses for their kitty. I oh know. my He's a god, good boy. look He's so at him. He's cute. Oh. It's pretty great. Oh, I hope he's okay. Well, yeah, he is. So um, the car was had an auction. There's a buy it now price. And the guy, it, with the way the auction worked, was like once it hits the buy it now price, like it's just there. Okay. The guy that bought it didn't even bid. He just went immediately to the buy it now, 
And then he overpaid by a hundred thousand yen, which is how much in. Uh, or just like, give a percentage like on the car. Hundred dollars. Yeah, it's two zeros back. So it's like eight hundred ninety dollars that he overpaid to make just to like be like, like I want to make sure everything's okay for this boy. So the cat's okay. Cat's oh, recovering. Oh, what a good Everything's boy. taken care of. But it went oh. viral. It went all over the world. And the guy like made this like he updated the post on Yahoo Japan. And he's like, thank you guys so much for taking care of my cat. He's going to make it. Okay, Everything yeah. is well. What oh, a I know. He's really boy. great. And uh, the guy was, like, really modest about his car. Um, and he was like, honestly. that look That's the kind of car you see at a show, and it's, like, closet really modded well. Yeah. and But like, he's, like, he was, <laughs> he was really um, kind of, like, modest about it. Where he was like, hey, there's some paint chips, some dents. Some stuff that's like just not perfect. It does have an oil leak from like the oil pan. There's like minor stuff, and the guy's like, and so you put the car for a super modest price. And so the guy that paid overpaid by a hundred thousand yen, which is like to account for the changes in the this cat's bills were twenty six thousand one hundred U.S. dollars. Yeah, like it was a lot to that save this cat. Better be a good freaking cat. <laughs> So that's wow. why he overpaid. Wow, that's a replacement cat. Yeah, so the Just guy like full cat transplant, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, the guy um, wow. that overpaid, he found out how much it was, and he was like, "No, I'm giving you." Like he tried to pay for all of it, and they ha- he was haggled down by the owner down to the hundred thousand dollars over. A diagnosed with FIP, a fatality rate of almost one hundred percent. Twenty-six-year-old Yuto. He's 26? The guy who bought it. Oh, okay. No, not. the cat's not. The guy who bought it is 26. I was say, that cat's 26. Wow. That's a nice-looking Mark III, though, I will say. Yeah, I think as far as, like, modified Mark III's go, it's pretty much a perfect one. Like, this is all error-correct. It's, like, it's really it's good. Kinesis wheels on it, I think? Yeah, it's got, it's, like, all error-correct. Like, it's really, really dope. Like, I really like how that build is done, so... Wow. I'm glad it's going to a good home. I'm glad that the cat's taken care of. Everybody gets a happy, gets a happy ending here. I would definitely trade a Mark III for that fine boy. There, there he is Look again. Him. He's so <laughs> oh. cute. Yeah, twenty-six grand in vet bills. Yeah, I don't know if I would him, do though. that for my cats though. Yeah, but you don't have that. That's like Lucifer cute. <laughs> that is absolutely. Yeah. I will, if I have twenty, if I have to spend twenty-six thousand dollars to keep Lucifer alive, I will. So yeah, if it came down to it, I, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't. But good on people. Thank you, people, for no, not being complete shitbags. I would sell this my doesn't car become to see that happen. The episode cover? I'll be very sad. You can just make screenshots. Yeah, but it's Windows. It sucks. Well, I mean, you can just, like, go back into it, and you can... can I'm just going to pull up this article and make that. Windows make Shift. This. You can click Windows Shift S, and it'll cut that. So cute. Look at him. He's so perfect. Ah, oh, for those of you listening in audio, it's a long hair, like orangey white tabby boy. He's so handsome. He looks like Lucifer, but all white, basically. Yep. 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 And you guys know what Lucifer looks like because you watched our last episode. Yeah. And if you didn't, you need to, well, pre auto show. You yeah, need to go watch. Yeah, you need you to can, go watch Lucifer. Yeah, he's, he's a good boy. Virtual meet. Well, that is very endearing and way better than anything I picked for my articles this month. So, uh, all right, moving on to a slightly less happy story, unfortunately, but really endearing nonetheless. So keep those heartstrings ready. We talked about Sabine Schmitz. She died a couple months ago after Actually, her battle with cancer after 51. Up, I don't think we did because we had like enough of a depressing episode. We don't want to talk about. Oh, that. either way, Sabine yeah. Schmitz. You all know who she is. If you don't, I'm not friends with you. She died 51 cancer. 
Her co-driver from the 1996 and 1997 Nurburgring 24-Hours series took their world-beating two-times-running E36 for a tribute lap around the Nurburgring at an event designed to honor Sabine where a bunch of ladies in motorsport were on the grid. Oh, that's really cool. Who all was there? It just said, like, 16 ladies who celebrated after their their own way. Um, How are you not going to list them off? 11 women are on the grid. That's all it says. This is The Drive. It's not the best publishment ever, but they're the only ones that ran this story that I could really find anything good on. So there is the actual... Yeah, And I I found the guy's name, even though that was hard, too. Um, Co-driver Johannes Scheid, that's his name. Oh, okay. So this is the guy that co-drove the car with Sabine in 96 and 97 for the Nürburgring 24-hour championship. That's super cool. And the, the car is still in perfect working order, so I thought that was really, really cool. Sabine was awesome. Yeah, she's a really cool person. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of girls really, um, like, growing up around our age, really looked up to her, you know, seeing, like, There's the, I, the person that was, like, basically, like, the face of the Nürburgring was female. The queen of the ring. Yeah. Yep. So there's... I don't like the drive that much, but they have some good stories. I'll try to remember to post this link in the actual video and episode description because they have a lot of good Sabine tribute videos linked here. Yeah. And a lot of those have those women of motorsport that took oh, cool. after Sabine yeah. uh, with interviews. So I'll try to remember to link it up. So, uh, good news. Okay. More Japanese I'm stuff. Because literally good everything, news. everything for this entire uh, episode is just Japanese stuff. Um, <laughs> Except for Sabine. <laughs> well, for me, at least, is all everything I got is from Japanese nostalgia car. Because, like, Ben was on a roll for, like, the last couple of weeks. It's just one <laughs> awesome story after another. There was a Suzuki. really clean black cappuccino at Cars and Coffee this morning. Dope. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, there have now been 25 million Suzuki K cars sold. Oh, when I saw your notes, I thought it said 25 million K cars, not no, Suzuki, Suzuki K cars. K cars, oh specifically. God. That is a lot. Uh, it took him like something <clears throat> like 60 years and like six months or something. Ben actually wrote down the exact date. The internet is just... 65 years, seven months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ben actually uh, noted all that. Um, but I think it's <laughs> it's really cool they finally got that hit that milestone. That's a really huge mark. Because I mean, that's how many. That's a lot of units. That that's. So, for reference, that's how many Mark I Beatles that were ever made. Wow. Yeah, that's... Wow. And those were made for, like, 70 years. And for, like, the entire world. Yeah. This is one class of car for Japan and kind of for Vietnam. And, like, Thailand. But mostly Japan. And, like, some other countries. <laughs> mostly like, Japan. Other countries just kind of grab them. Um, and, like, Suzuki isn't... Are they the top producer? Yes. Okay. Oh, Suzuki's huge. A lot of people think that Suzuki failed. They did not. They just doubled down on K cars. So I wish the Copen was rear wheel drive. I wish the Copen was just here. What year did those come out? Two thousand three. To be a little bit. So you can get a Copen when I get my oven time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I'm oh, sorry. I just turned Ryan's crank. We're gonna so. we're gonna have quite the good car collection. We were gonna start ruining some car shows. <laughs> what is this? Don't worry about it. What is this? What are you? <laughs> just drive in. This is my uh, Lancia Thema 032. Yeah, 832. 832. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. It's a three away, but cooler. Um, but if you look the at temptation so the car so that's strong. on the screen here is actually the very first Suzuki K car. It's called the Suzu Light. No, it, no, sorry. What? The Suzu Light. Suzu Light? Yeah. It's the Suzuki Light. Suzu Light. Um, they, listen, it's Japan. 
Uh, I love that they had no committees to name anything back then. <laughs> America was full, uh, or Japan was full of like American servicemen, and so they, they, it was not hard to find somebody that speaks English in Japan at that point in time. Okay. To like just like easily go, hey, how's this look? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Just go across the street, go find a guy in a jeep. Like, just ask him real quick. What should we call this guy? Yeah, so it's Suzu. Oh, Suzu light. Suzuki. Yeah, well, it looks pretty light. Toyota. Toyota was able to find someone to stop ah. him from calling it the Toilette. But <laughs> <laughs> that's better than Toyota did with the MR2 in France. The Merde. Which is literally shit. M L D Meld. No. Or the Etron, which is Etron, which is shit. Yes. Or Nova in Mexico, which does not run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you look at the Suzu light, it actually looks kind of like a normal, like Austin-sized car. It does. Very yeah. narrow, very tall. Look very at the car period. next to it, though, for comparison. Oh, the Super 360. But look at how big it is compared to the 360. It looks like a normal car. Yeah, but but it's, it's the size of a 360. Big on the inside, it little is. on the outside. It is actually because like your footwell goes all the way to the front wheels. So because it's like a three-cylinder, two-cylinder. I was gonna engine. say it was a, it was a K. So I mean yeah. it's tiny engine, 660 max. No, 360 back then. Oh. Yeah, that explains a lot. That's why a Subaru 360 is a 360. Yeah, I thought it was 356. Mm-mm. Really? 360. It was. 360. Um, the engine was definitely lower than 360. I, I think they rounded up or something, okay. but I think it was something along those lines. Look at this happy so, little yeah, boy. Then they have their pickups, which the Suzuki Carry has been. The Suzuki Carry is very awake. I am very irritated that these are registered for use in the state of Minnesota, mm-hmm. but is sl- um, slow or low speed transportation vehicles. So you can easily get them. Like, you can get a newer one. Like, you can get a Would it have a real title, though? Yeah. You just cannot take it on the highway. Not until 25 years? No. Never? Cannot take it on the highway. May as well get an old one. Nope. All Suzuki carries. In the state of Minnesota. If you buy one that's 25 years old. It's in... Because in the state of Minnesota, they're already legalized here. So the the VINs are already, like... Like, the VIN prefix. I don't buy that. So Blake Hummelgard with yeah. the Miata was gonna buy one for a daily. That's how he found this out. Like he got to the point where he had one sourced. You'd have to import it to a different state then. Wait, and he, then register it here. But that's the thing is, once it gets registered here, they will not give you plates for use on the highway. I don't believe that. But literally, like that's what he like. He needs had. a better attorney. So he was. Um, the thing was, he was gonna get a um, Suzuki or no, a Dahatsu a try, which is like the. It's the Dahatsu Hijet van Ooh. with the nice interior. Oh, I think I drove by one of those at Winona State this weekend. They Very were using cool. it as a maintenance vehicle. Exactly, and that's exactly why you can't get it, because they're used as maintenance vehicles. And so they just cannot go on the highway. But, like, every city or every college in the state uses them. Not Like, if you go to any college, oh, you'll yeah. find it's the Subaru, like, sandbar. You're right, um, because we, we restore a lot of stone buildings. Exactly. And my company, and always college campuses. Every last one yeah. is full of K cars. Exactly. And so they use them for maintenance vehicles, and that's why... That's so dumb. I know, it's really irritating. Like, it's the stupidest thing. Like, I kind of want to like get a residence in Montana so I can register it in Montana and then take them that way. Yeah. Because the police there, don't care. There are loopholes. Yeah, there are loopholes. Register in South Dakota. Who cares? Yeah. So I'm um, a little bummed that I can't get one, but they're very, very cool. million units. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, look at that little guy. So that is the original Jimny. They have gotten no worse. No, they've always been great. But if you go back up for a second here. Because that is called 
the Suzuki Frontic, which is... Because it's front-wheel drive? No, it's rear-engine, rear-wheel drive. Ah, yes! <laughs> Wouldn't call it the backy. That would be too confusing. Let's call it the fronty. I think, so if my memory serves me correctly, they were going to um, call it the Leo, but Mitsubishi had a car at the time called the Leo. And they, oh. like, that had just come out, and they didn't know that. Oh. Like, so, like, when they were in prototyping, they were going to call it the Leo, which is, like, Lion. Um, but they called it the Fronte. I guess, like, it was, like, for, like, fierce or strong or something. It was, like, some European language where it's, okay. that's what it means. And that, but very, very cool car um, was one of the original K sports cars. So you had the Subaru 360 Young SS and the Dahatsu Fellow Max. Um, we will never be as good at naming I know. stuff as I, the I've, Japanese. I've tried making these great names and uh, automation. What was the Highlander? The Japanese Highlander. Um, the Toyota. The Hilux Surf. No. Oh, oh, the Clugger. Yeah. The Clugger, yes. Toyota Clugger. Yeah, great name. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but, um, so, those, the Young SS and the Fellow Max were both, like, normal cars that were hotted up. <laughs> this was the first one where it was designed to be a normal car that was like an E30. It was like a sporty normal car. So that's why it's rear engine, rear wheel drive hmm. with independent suspension. They put in like disc brakes in it and stuff. Just like crazy technology. The most for the adorable era. little disc brakes. I know. It's very small. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing such a good job. And the car actually ended up like selling like hotcakes. That yeah, is, they said 1.6 million units. Yeah. Like for, yeah. Um, they also made a pickup version of it called, um, what was it called? The Mighty Max? Not the Mighty Max. That was the, the Mighty Boy. That's what it was. Mighty. That's yeah. what I call Modi sometimes. The Mighty Boy? Yep. Oh, I call Lucifer my small boy. But, but he's a big boy. He's small relative to a human. But Why did they not list the wagon RRR? Because Ben apparently doesn't appreciate my humor. Ben. Calling you out, Ben. The regular wagon R doesn't have the RRs. Yeah, you need to have the RR. Gotta have the wagon RRR. But also, there was the Alto that was in there, which they made all-wheel drive, three-cylinder turbo... Uh, and a front-wheel drive, three-cylinder turbo. These are some of the sport frontes. Um, Corey made me watch a bunch of uh, K-Car ads, yeah. TV ads. They're pretty good, aren't they? From I think they were Suzuki. They're, but like, they're good. Really good. Yeah, they're super good ads. I'm but, just like, huh, I kind of want this thing I can't have now. Yeah, it's how you What is this looks. bad boy? So that's the second-generation fronte. I like it. Yeah, very, very, very good. Actually, um, no, I'm sorry. Is that the Fronte? Yes, it is the Fronte. Because there's also the Mazda Shantas. That's what I thought it was. I'm like, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it's the Fronte. And that one was, I think it was actually water-cooled. That's what's got a grill. Okay. Um, It's got little air vents in the back, too. Well, for air inlets and stuff, like on the MR2. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's for air engine air intake. But they actually ended up like kind of like that in the early. Yeah, they're really good cars, and they're pretty cheap, like ten grand. Don't for tell a good me one. that. Mm, ten grand. No, for a good I one. don't want to know these things. But um, I have other crap I need to buy, like a Rolls Royce <laughs> Phantom. Get this. Think of how many K cars you could buy for one Phantom. I, I want a Phantom. If you got Suzuki Caros, you could buy literally one. And just somebody trade me this for a, a K car. E36 sedan. It's getting so good, I fixed all of his problems. That's actually a very good trade. 
I'm gonna I'm if gonna anybody... submit it to bring a trailer soon. Oh, I really don't want to write that. Um, you can say no. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> Do you want me to submit it to Cars and Bids? I can. No. <laughs> okay, good. Go, I, don't, go. I don't want to. I just. <laughs> My, my, new, reaction, my, my new rule is I, I, I don't work with anybody I know. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Beauty. Um, well, hopefully they give you the option to say no. No, they do. Okay, if, if, if there's something where it's like if I have a problem with something, I can, I can request not to do something, and then they'll give it to somebody else. Just tell them I gave you like a sad hand job or something. Oh, no. <laughs> then I have to talk to HR. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't tell them. <laughs> I don't want to be on the bad side of HR. <laughs> They're actually really nice people. I'm sure they are. The, but I think that the uh, doesn't pay uh, guy I think is really nice. If you um, put that on Radwood and you said, "Hey, I have this really nice E36," uh, that's fine. I've got this E36 sedan with good period mod, mods. Period mods. I would like to trade it for a K car. No, but I actually really want to sell it. But I, th- I want space back. I think right now you could probably trade that for a Suzuki Hero or a Mazda AutoZam AZ1. And those would be... A, what about a Lancia Fulvia? I think I don't really like the Fulvia. But that's not a K car at all. I know. It's just a very good but car. But I, I like those. Yeah. But, uh, well, actually, those front eyes kind of look like Fulvias. I think that's the, why you like them. Yeah. They, they look like the, uh, the Zagato Fulvia. Fulvia. It's got a really great front end. Yeah, it, it's it, it really really is like it, the I, rear end looks great as well. I don't like two doors, but this works. Yeah, uh, it's also it's the car's so freaking small. Like with with K cars, like getting into a two door K car is easier than like unless it's a van, like the car above it. Like unless it's a van, or unless it's a wagon R R R, which yes. is not shown here. I know, right? But unless it's a ben, ro- unless it's a super tall roof um, wagon. It um, it's way easier to get into two doors, because I've fair. gotten into low roof four doors and it's a tight squeeze, cause just because of the physical size of the door. But like I've gotten into like a AZ six hundred, which is like why does Jana not drive one of these? Cause they're honestly because I cannot easily find parts for it for a daily driver. Fine. Whereas like for a sixty one Buick, I can go to Napa and find every single part for the whole freaking car immediately. I found every part I need to fix that whole car. Within probably doesn't even phase them at the counter. No, like I just found every part in one trip to one Napa. I found a carburetor rebuild kit. I found two headlights. I found a starter solenoid, and I even was able to find some other things that I wanted, but I didn't quite need to buy right now. Eh. Yeah, like there's a bunch. I found. But in the future, time. yes, Twinko. Exactly. One or a wagon R. Actually, one of Darren's friends has one for sale. Locally? No, in Seattle, it's like ten grand. It's way too much. Unless it's a really late one, which it isn't, because you no. can't import them. It's kind of rough too. What like, the hell? I don't get it, like, dude. They're good. No, you can get like a solid auto, for like autos, a thousand pounds. No, like a hundred bucks in Germany. Autos.de. You can get one that's past two. That's got like bad paint. I don't know how to import shit from Germany, but I do know how to get shit in from the UK. Um, so the, I think the real play is travel to Germany, buy it, and then take it to the UK, and then import it from there. That's a good point. What should we need? We need to know more German people. I know. I wonder if my buddy Dennis Back. You remember Dennis Backs? Dennis Backs. He was an exchange student at EHS. I know him. Yes, I don't. I was friends with him. He's back in Germany. Oh, you could ask him. Yeah. Yeah. There's also the the foreign exchange lady. Oh, wait. Is, oh, wait Jans isn't... No, the Jens aren't back there. They're here, right? The, the, yeah, the the poses, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, Sorry, they're yes. still here. Well, Jens is... Jens poses, yeah. first thing, yeah. But, no, the poses are still here. Okay. They live here. Um, 
However, oh, I've got friends in Denmark. I bet Chris could. He probably knows somebody. I know people in Germany. I'm Either sure. Either way, like I know, I know people in mainland Europe that could buy something, transfer it, and then sell it to me. Yeah, I think I think that's your play because for like 500 bucks, you can get a perfectly fine Twingo for, with the, like okay paint. The next car we import will be a 205 GTI. It's a good car. It's a real good car. Very good car. I think. Well, if you're paying for a container. Do that in Twingo at the same time. That's why I have to bring it in through Neil because he'll fill up the container with the rest of the stuff, and that brings my import cost with title down to fourteen hundred bucks. Nice. There you go. Really good. That's really good. Uh, all right. Sorry, that was a digression. Uh, Super dead digression. All right. What do we got next? <laughs> do 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 uh, do. Plan. American cars. That's not Japanese. Not Japanese cool. at all. Again, back to cars and coffee this morning. I'm like, why the hell are there Teslas parked in the Mopar? Oh. American cars. <laughs> so there was a tweet a couple weeks ago that was kind of unsubstantiated, not really confirmed, saying that the Model S Plaid, the triple motor, but not the Plaid Plus, there you need to separate these two vehicles because they're very different. The Plaid is a triple motor with the old performance battery. All they did was staple a third motor inside of the old Model S. And let her rip. Let her rip. That car did the quarter mile in 9.23 seconds at 152 miles per hour. That's so stupid. It wasn't confirmed until Leno tweeted that, yeah, it did that, and then with two passengers, I personally ran a 950 in it, <laughs> which is seven-tenths faster than a Porsche Taycan Turbo S. So we actually saw an MMRS-colored MMRSC. There's somebody in St. Paul that's got a light blue one. That's kind of cool. Like it's like I think it's like a paint to spec because it's also got matching wheels. It's nice. super cool. I actually kind of dig that. Now I need to find one's dark green. Wrap it. I just want to find a dark green because they come in dark green, and you need to get giant stickers that say the Ever Given. <laughs> That'd be perfect. And I love it, that idea so much. Like, and park it like an absolute dickhead everywhere you go. Ryan, <laughs> I wish we had money. <laughs> Oh, that's so perfect. We can get matching takens. We can get matching Maersk and park them like shitheads. <laughs> you get a Maersk ship. <laughs> Holy shit. This is genius. This is the best idea I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I can write, I can get the teal one with Maersk and you can get the green <laughs> one with Evergiven. We get somebody else with a gray one and write Exxon Valdez. <laughs> Every if you have a taken oh. and you don't have some sort of maritime, oh play, <laughs> I'll talk to Tin Bros and see if we can just do it. Wrap them so for funny. a photo shoot. <laughs> talk to three M. Be like, hear me out. You got the new vinyl line. I got some ideas for wraps. <laughs> it will go viral, guaranteed. Oh my god. Oh man. Ah, so anyway, that is ridiculously fast. I don't even know what the Plaid Plus with the newer, better battery is going to do, but that is 2.7 to 60 is nauseating. This is under 2. At what point do our bodies stop functioning? The fastest 0 to 60 I've ever gone, I think, was like... A, I have no idea what Josh Sewing's Evo is. I'd say 4. We should go for a rip in Mark's car. It's 2.9. That? I'm down. Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> his Tesla. It's a lot faster than the Mercy. However, we can go for a ride in the Mercy if you want. Oh, yeah. I've never been there. Leaks so. coolant, though. I should probably fix that first. On a hot day like this? Italian. <laughs> On a hot day like this? Absolutely. Yeah, I should probably, I'll probably fix it first. Yeah, fine. fix it first. <laughs> but um, So, anyway, yeah, I mean, the Plaid... Uh, the fastest I've ever gone was 060. was around, like, 
four or four and a half I bet seconds. Josh's car is quicker than that. No, that's probably what Josh's Evo would be doing. Because he only had it on the 500 horsepower tune back then. Dude, like, my 1 Series does 0 to 60 faster than that. Fuck, really? Yeah. Oh, it's it. like 4.3 if you launch it hard. It's really freaking fast. Josh's car is quick. It's probably high threes. <clears throat> right. Let me message him real quick. All right. That's fine. Keep, keep going, and I'll message him uh, to get back to So, anyway, the, the regular Plaid has the old 100-kilowatt-hour P100D pack that later went, went to the uh, the dual-motor performance pack. But they put down a recorded 9.23 seconds at 154 and a quarter. Leno with two passengers, which was a film crew. Yeah. Did 9.5. I don't have the trap speed. But that's with 18650s. That's with the old battery. Yeah. So yeah. the new ones are 4870s, I think. Yeah, and they're And they have much, to modify the floor to fit them and everything. That's what Mark They're ordered. bigger and they have uh, the larger contact point. And they can dump a shit pile more current. Perfect. So, I mean, it's going to be painful. That'd be really cool. Dude, his current car makes me ill. Yeah, I was say, like, that It's Evo, twice as fast as my, my like, Tesla, which is 4.8. Four yeah, that, that Evo like, hurt my kidneys. So, like, <laughs> Evo was launched really, really hard. So, <clears throat> that's interesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm all for it, but like this is like the super sedan thing ten years ago. We're like, when is it too much? Never. No, because like E39 M5, the W210 E55, and the RS6. Le that was like legitimately. You are getting a little crazy. Listen, there. so. When you go into space, you pull like 70 Gs. It, it, until you pass out, there's not enough Gs. Like, once you pass out upon leaving a stoplight, that's when you've hit the correct amount. Once you the human body, and then at that point, you need to figure out how to make the human body handle more than that. But my body's so shitty. I, I believe that the correct amount is um, relativ relativistic to the speed of light. So that, that's the correct acceleration. Um, Sorry, Scott just messaged me that <laughs> Josh said, "Fuck if I know." Just I just hold on. Lol. I'm like, all right, word. <laughs> I, I haven't ridden in his car, but I'm guaranteeing it's faster than the one M to sixty because that's a rear wheel drive car. It's very, very quick. I mean, the the one without a doubt that is still the not, fastest accelerating vehicle I've ever been. in That's got to be in the high threes. I'd probably believe it. Yeah, Sam. I'm not even going to say anything more about the Plaid because I just want to talk about the Mirage. Or I guess it's not the Mirage, but uh, Anyway, so this was responding back to Josh. Um, so Mitsubishi apparently counted all of the pennies in the couches collectively in all of their buildings, and they found just enough change to bring back Rally Art. Which is good, and I had totally forgotten that that was a Mitsubishi brand. I know, right? Surprise! Right? Um... Kind of because so, I forgot what Mitsubishi made. It's totally like believable that Mitsubishi should be like, all right, cool, or make some sticker packages, right? Mm hmm. At the end of their. Sorry, the OZ Rally Edition, what? Yeah. So they're actually, to be fair, the Rally Art Lancer, the last one they did, was pretty much a detuned Evo. That was not. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was the Turbo. I'm, I'm talking about the OZ Rally Edition. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's uh, the best place in the world to find factory wheels for a, for a 4x114 car. This is the OZ edition Lancer because it's a 4x114 lug pattern, 14 inch, really nice, lightweight alloy wheel. Uh huh. 
But that, also, do not buy one of those. No, no, you just buy the wheels. If I'm a junkyard, you take the wheels off. It's Perfect. Great wheels. But um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing else. I never, I never said anything about the car. Okay, good. I said the wheels. The car is terrible. No, the car is awful. Um, but yeah, so Mitsubishi apparently is going to try and bring back rally art, and not just for sticker packages. Apparently. So what are they going to plan to do? It. They're what, going to what, try what mark? doing. They don't know yet because they literally just found the money. So are they going to pull a Yaris GR with the Mirage? Possibly. And then give it to us in Maybe. America? Maybe. Because that would be excellent. That's what I want. Strap a turbo and some giant Brembos to the Mirage. So they're they're definitely going to do some sticker package stuff. You know, just to, like sell more units. But they're also doing actual motorsports. So I mean, they made the Evo. I know they can give me an all-wheel drive Brembo-equipped turbo Mirage. Yeah, I want that, like, even with the flex beam rear axle. I don't care. I want, I, no, I, I'm no, entirely serious. I'm okay with a flex beam axle and all-wheel drive car because I looked at a Honda HRV and I thought it was hilarious and I like stupid things, so. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally Do you okay. you know what a, a twist beam rear axle does? It makes it more rear happy. Yes, it does. Which is good. So I'm okay with that. And so, like, they already can't have see me, but their, press, arms their crossed. press release had a picture of Mitsubishi. It's like uh, a Raider. Like, Raider pickup <clears throat> drifting in the dirt. So Which is know. clearly fake as frig. Yeah, it's super fake. But, I mean, I like the idea of them, um, you know, selling more stuff that's cool. So Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Do more things, Mitsubishi. We like you. But just they also... Didn't, they didn't like, have any money, and then they, like, really didn't have any money, and then... But... That's like a skunk works thing, and that's where the best product comes out of. That's as actually that's parts you, you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I was gonna say is right now what they have is they have absolutely no money and they want to go racing, and that sounds great. And they have some good components on their shelves. What they have is they have a car that weighs nothing that have, you have to tether down in high wind. And they have a turbo four cylinder engine still. You have a large SUV that is powered by a four cylinder. I know for a fact that I can take both of my fists, put them together end to end, and put them into a Mirage, so you can easily make a Mirage rally car. So what I think is great about this is that for years, since the launch of the Mirage, mm -hmm. I said Mitsubishi is totally capable of doing cool shit with this car, because this car is awesome. I kind of don't want them to do that, because then I'll want one and I might buy one. I want them to do that, because you kind of want one and you might buy one. And if I can see the sales of the Mitsubishi Mirage rival the sales of the Model T for internal combustion engines. That's not going to happen. For new internal combustion engines, totally is possible. You just have to keep the Mitsubishi Mirage on sale for another 15 years, and they'll be like the last internal combustion engine sold in mass. All I can... And then it could be the Model T of the dying internal combustion engine. I mean, there's no reason to cancel the Mirage. Because no, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it, it's literally perfect. It makes it's, no apologies. It does saved, its thing. It's saved Mitsubishi. If they give me a Yaris GR Mirage, that'd be perfect. Be, I, that, will, I will become weak at the knees. That would be a perfect vehicle. And I also. I'll have to beat really, Randy up to take his press car because he can't drive manual. It's true, he can't. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, nothing by a Randy, of course. But it's true. But you, I, I will you, take your press you, car. You've had like 50 years to figure it out. I will wear like stomach implants and. Be I'll shave my head and I'll pretend that I'll wear glasses. I'll write your review. Just give me that car. You'll pretend to be like outgoing. Everything and like be able to talk to care. people. I'll do it. You'll use your hands when you talk. Yeah, I'll like I'll try to be social, and I'll go to like more car shows. Just as to long get as I can Mirage. review the Mirage GR. I'm Rally just so Art. happy because 
everybody has been shitting on Mitsubishi and the Mirage for so long. Mitsubishi and, is going to be our last bastion of yeah, combustion. Yeah, seriously. Engine. They're going to be the last one. And everybody's going to be going, oh, Mitsubishi actually did it. And in like 15 years, it'll be like, hell yeah, I was right. Fuck you guys. Like, I'm so excited to be right. I'm so vindicated right now. I love it. It's going to take 15 years for vindication, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a petty person, so I'm that's, fine. That's fair. I, I am too. Which I think why we were friends after yeah. like 15 years. Yeah, we're very petty <laughs> and we like being vindicated. But our pettiness <laughs> Venn diagram, it does very little overlap, which is yeah. good. Yeah, it's we're both very petty. We know how to win the lean on each other to be additionally petty. So <laughs> I'm very excited. I talk about this. Web V8s and pre-war, or you talk about small hatchbacks with turbos and all drive. Exactly, yeah. Cheers. So, this is uh, absolutely wonderful news. I'm really excited because Ryart's been like one of the greatest things in the world. Mitsubishi's been great. I'm just really, really hyped for this. It's a cool logo, too. We we are on the same page. I am hugely, hugely excited you did about know. that. Yes, this is probably one of the greatest factory logos ever. It is. I had rally art stickers on shit, and I have no interest back in the day to have a Mitsubishi. I very rarely had actual interest to buy a Mitsubishi. I can count on one hand the well, number of Mitsubishis I've ever wanted. So, We'll throw it back to the auto show just before we end the episode. What was the one vehicle we all paid attention to and were very happy to see? The purple Mirage G4 manual. Correct. It's the only car. We literally went to Mitsubishi. We all sat in it at the same time without talking to each other. It was very great. That car brings people together. I really love the Mirage You want to save the world? Promote the Mirage. I think you need a Mirage and a G4. 